The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot. Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. John, we did it. Millican High School, 2021 CIF champions. How does that sound? I'm going to say this multiple times. I've never seen you this excited about someone else. Yeah, it's not right. I'm always excited <laughs> about myself. I, look, here's the deal. I don't know anybody on this team. None of the kids. I don't know any of them. I got no ties to any of these kids except for we bleed blue and gold, me and the rest of the team. But these kids fire me the hell up. Division three CIF champions. First time since 1992. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And you know what? I hate myself for it, but I was the first guy to say, like, oh, it's Division Three." But then you explained it to me. Right. I forgot about the whole competitive equity. Yeah. First of all, you can only beat who's in front of you. That's true. a fact. It's true. There's a lot of Division Three teams that, hey, they weren't in that game. They weren't. Second of all, Division One's a joke. It's basically college. It's St. John Bosco versus freaking, I don't know. Not even Bosco. It's cathedral like... Cathedral of it, cathedrals. It's like, it's like the... The modern days, the Jay Sarahs, like, yeah. you know, those OC freaking, like, rich-ass kids that, you know, yeah, that's all not... that. But I'm telling you, these kids, they showed so much resilience in, like, I know we don't need to get into a lot of it because, you know, it's not a Millican show. It's a Long Beach show or whatever. But this is, like, <laughs> this is incredible. Well, it's this it's, is, it's, it's no, insane no, no, stuff. No, no, no. This is Long Beach's team. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know that. For, yeah. Long Beach got behind the old Millican Rams, didn't they? Blair Field was packed, let me tell you that. Was it cool? On what Friday night. So I talked to you, headed to the game. You were pumped. You were a little nervous. I was very nervous, John. You were, you were letting it on a little bit of nervousness, but I knew you were very nervous. What did the, what did the stadium look like from the get-go? Uh, it, I wish it was more crowded. And I know it couldn't have been because it was limited. Yeah, it was right? so, sold out at half capacity. Right? It was sold out at that half. Stinks. Here's what I don't get, and you know, I talk a lot of shit on our boy Gavin Newsom and Bobby Garcia. I talk a lot of smack on these guys. But how come you need to explain this to me, John? How is Dodger Stadium at full capacity June fifteenth or whatever they started to go full capacity, and that Blair Field? I had to go half capacity for a CIF championship game, which is a bigger deal, John, than a regular season Dodger game against fucking the Cincinnati Reds, who I don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Uh, one, I totally agree. Two, this might be more of a Jill Baker problem. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, but three, but it, three... I don't know. You need to stop bashing Robert Garcia because we're best friends again. I ran into him. No. Yep. Where? Well, we were both shopping at the same no. store. Where? At a plant shop. 
No. I, I knew you were gonna like that one. Listen, oh, listen. There oh, hit were, me, hit me, hit me. There were three people in the store. <laughs> it was me, Rob, oh god, and his assistant, <laughs> and the owner of the store. Uh, first of all, I got there first. I was in the middle of a pretty major purchase. <laughs> what in the world? This and is then incredible. Just, there he walks in, and you know what? Some people, as we know in the history of this show, take clips of our show true they don't understand the whole context yep and i think people forget what good friends we are with robert garcia good point because i think he i think he knew something he wasn't as friendly as he used to be he's more friendly now no he used to be more friendly to me oh he's less friendly but he might have been in a rush i think he was in a rush okay he was nice you think somebody clipped something and sent it to him he was no, no 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 he was very nice but i think i think he was uh I think he was rushed. Well, I don't I'll, think I think he knew he couldn't kiss up to me. I think he, for some reason, some way, somehow knew he was not going to buy my vote right there in that plant shop. Although he could have bought me something. Yes, he could have. Yeah. Yes, he could have. He sure could. Well, to be fair though, John, if you walk into a plant shop, I know if I walk into a plant shop. I'll be rattled no matter what. So if I see somebody that I kind of know and I have to talk to. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing to run into anyone. It's like, well, fuck. First off, I got to figure out what I need to get at this plant shop. I'm rattled. I feel out of place. It's like walking into Starbucks. I got no idea what I'm doing. So you're going to not act like yourself like you normally would. Love his assistant. Always talk to that guy. I think his name's Tim. Um, No, but Robert was doing well. It was good to see him, actually, although he did. Can I tell you something? Yeah, hit Off me. the record. Oh, no. He was wondering what plant to get this person whose birthday it was. And then I threw out my two cents. You know me. What'd you say? Well, there, he was looking at one. He wanted one that wasn't as, as like, a common, like a more rare plant. Okay. And she said, the owner uh, of the store said, well, there's this one, and there's two versions of it. And one of them was this pink flower of a plant. And I was like, I looked at it earlier. I was like, that's a nice looking, give a little color to someone's life. Like an orchid? He went straight for the for the green. He went green, huh? Yeah. Was it a daffodil? No, it wasn't a flower. It was a plant. Oh, yeah, because it was a plant store. It was like a leaf, a pink leaf. I thought, well, that's pretty that's different. That's cool, yeah. 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 So what What did he get? Do you know? Can you get a little inside info? Inside info? Um... I don't know what it was. You know what? He might be upset at you still for like eating his salad at that banquet. <laughs> or that def- butter. Or that's the butter. Definitely what it was. Or the butter. Oh my God. He might just think that you're an absolute <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, oh my God. It could be. I forgot about that. Yeah, it could be. What did I think it was? You thought I it thought was, was like ice cake. cream. You yeah, thought it was ice, ice cream. cream. And it was this it was the little the mounds of butter. You <laughs> might just think you're an idiot. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You don't want to associate anyway, with you. He's very nice in person. It was good to see him. Good, 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 good. Uh but I don't what else you know what he told me? What? He said, fuck Milliken. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh you know what? I think it's a CIF thing. I think so it is you need it. So it's our, our it's boy, your boy, your Rob, boy, Rob Wygod, my boy, our boy. What's the other guy's name? Tom Simmons. Yeah, that's your boy. That's my boy. Yeah, I kind of like Tom Simmons. I kind of like Rob Wygod. Rob Wygod lives over there by my brother. Seen him a couple times. You know what? I, I see. 
Wouldn't they want to make more money, though? That's what I don't get. Here's the thing with people in power. I don't care if we're talking about Robert Garcia, Gavin Newsom, or Rob Weigod. They're all in charge of something, right? Yep. You know what I do like about Rob Weigod? He's always seems stressed and miserable. And and that's how you should be if you're in a job of power. It's a good point. You know what I mean? It's a good point. I've never seen Rob Weigod where I thought he was, like, overly happy and enjoying his like. You know what I mean? Like, I know he gets happy. Right. But, like, in the... At least he's... Because me and you, we know how to do it better than anyone. You get around certain people and you just got to act like you... Oh, man, I'm so stressed out right now. You got to have that game. That's a good point. You got to put it on. Like, you tell me that you've never been in a situation where you act more stressed than you actually are. I do that way more than I yeah. should. What do you... I do that way more than I actually am stressed. <laughs> I'm the, never stressed. I'm always acting and that's what stressed. I, I think that's what Rob Weigod does, and that's what I kind of like him. I do. I, I appreciate that. Because your job shouldn't be easy. You know what I mean? No. As the as the head it? of CIF. Yeah. You, your job shouldn't be simple. So you shouldn't put on that, like, hey, I'm happy face. See, Joe Baker, very limited knowledge on her. Some people say she, they like her. I'm not here to, to take sides. But she always looks calm, cool, collected. Yeah. What kind it, of leader is that? Isn't. It can't be. Not <laughs> my need, leader. We, um, no. We need someone who is literally about to go off the rails at any moment. You'd be called cool and collected too, John, if you were making five mil a year. So True. That's very true. So I'm just saying. If somebody gave me five mil a year to do nothing, I'd probably be cool, calm, and collected as well. Like who's some like Tommy Lasorda? Always mean. Always stressed out, did he mean, die? yelling. Oh, did he die? I don't know. Let's do a quick filibuster. Probably. You filibuster. I think he just died. Well, is Vince Scully alive? I think he's yeah, alive. Vince Scully is alive. Uh, who who are other famous leaders that that were famously stressed out? Mussolini. He got hung in the streets. But boy, could he draw a crowd. He died. He died uh, this year. Mussolini? No. <laughs> Tommy Lasorda. Oh, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda died in uh, 2021, January see, 7th. Tommy Lasorda, you know I'm a big Dodger fan. I know you are. Great reverence for Tommy Lasorda. He all like to me he he probably needed to die because he looked so like uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm happy for him. I'm like, wow, that guy lived a great life. He saw the Dodgers win. Oh yeah. Oh, that's why he died. And then he peaced out. He was just yeah. He was like, this is bullshit. Uh, this life that I'm living right now is bullshit. I yeah. want to mm-hmm. take off and go into the afterlife yeah and you know have a good time because you know how it is down here and on earth john it's kind of brutal sometimes oh it's horrible except for right now for your boy millican high school cif champs division three uh coach ronnie keister friend of the show guest on the show i'm pretty sure he's my best friend like if i had to pick one person in my life as my best friend i think i'd pick ron keister that means a lot coming from you dude I'm just saying, I will, <laughs> and that just shows how epic he is. Yeah, that's true. I just feel bad for Johnny Five. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Well, I don't think he's listening to this episode. I think my best friend's Andy Morales. Andy. Yeah, she changed her name. I saw yeah. that. Damn, Johnny Five is one of my good friends. It's tied. Keister and Johnny Five. Yeah. Also. How about that Daniel Murillo? Daniel Murillo. We got him on the show here. John, when I tell you this kid had an absolute performance, like I know you just had to be there, dude. And I know that you weren't, 
And I know that sounds kind of like cliche or whatever. You had to be there type of thing. But this kid was lights out. I'm, let me tell you something. You know vacation, John. I was having a blast yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. Went to every bar there ever was. I was a little bit sad I wasn't there. Watch. You know, there's nothing like game seven, which is just one game. Right. But at it, yeah. Blair Field. Yeah. I, oh God, I wish. It got taken away from those kids for that place. What was the to, final score? 2 nothing. They wow. beat Arlington in Riverside. You know Riverside. We talk shit on Riverside all the time. Those parents over there in Riverside, by the way. Ugh. Just gross. Just gross parents. You know what? I, I feel bad for the kids that lost and had to go ride at home with their with their Riverside parents. That stinks. And you know they're they're like they're still kids. Like in five years they're gonna be shitty Riverside dudes and we're not gonna care about them. Yeah, that's actually a good point. They're gonna be riding or, dirt bikes but, and freaking but, whatever. But this game is probably what changed them. <laughs> yeah. They had a chance to win to get yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> to find somewhere by the coast. Maybe even just go to a different state like Tennessee. You know what? That's kind of messed up on Coach Keister's part now yeah. that I think about it. Should have thrown the game so these kids wouldn't have to live miserable lives uh-huh. on the other side in Riverside. But if okay. you listen to our show and you live in Riverside, obviously we're not talking about No, you. we're talking about the other Riverside yeah. people. The uh, other side of the river. Did we talk about this last show? I think we did. About how if, you go, if you're from somewhere out of town and you go to Riverside, you're just pissed. Well, yeah, it, it just makes no sense. Well, the Riverside sounds like a sick place. And then you get there yeah. and say, this place is terrible. That's true. Hate this place. If you move, yeah, if you move to California and they're like, well, it's super expensive on the coast, but we got Riverside. I'd be like, if you're lo- moving from a river, if you're in freaking Minnesota and you're right next to a river. I'd stay there. I'd stay in Minnesota. Well, you should. CIF champs, Millican High School. Shout out to Big Paul. Big Paul Slater. I think that's what makes me most happy about this. How many years has your father been coaching? Coaching? In general, he's been coaching. Since he was three? Probably. Coaching other babies? He's got to be. He had to be coaching for like 60 years. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. He probably. I'll give you 50. Okay, 50. He's been doing it for a long time. How many people do you think in Long Beach will come up to me and say, your dad's the best coach I ever had. All of them. It's it's a high percentage. It's a high percentage. He started at Milliken in 2006. He was started with the freshman team back when Glasser was the coach. And then I think Keist, when Keister took over, Keister took Big Paul up to the varsity squad. Coach's first base. You should see this guy on, for, coach, on first base, dude. Just locked in, dialed in. You wouldn't want anybody else coaching over there at first besides him. Finally got one, though. He said he's got... He told me he was going to retire back in, like, 2011. He was going to shut it down. No more uh, no more coaching high school baseball. That guy's still there 10 years later. Spring rolls around. He's like, ah, Keister made me... He said Keister made him come back is what he kept saying. Let me tell you something. You hit on a good point because... There's got to be no one more locked in at first base than him. Oh. Like, you know, your average first base coach for CIF team, are do they care as much as Big Paul? I don't know if no. they do. No. Because Big Paul pours his heart and his soul into that team. But let me tell you something else. So you told me, you're like, hey, I'm going to text you pictures while I'm at the game. I, you weren't texting me. I, I was looking at my phone around eight. I was right. like, he's locked in. I know that's no big deal. Yeah. When you texted that picture of you and Big yeah. Paul, 
whole that was just the biggest grins on their faces you ever did see. Holding the trophy. I'll be honest with you. I was trying. I was gonna get you pictures. I and, knew you were too. And locked I in. completely forgot. I didn't even forget. It was just like that. There was nothing going on in my head you besides were, we won. Well, I just knew you weren't. Well, like during the game, I knew you weren't oh, going to the phone. I knew oh, the phone was in the pocket. Oh, phone was in the pocket. Couldn't talk to anybody. It was a nervous wreck. I was cheering. Probably the loudest person cheering. Did you have anything? Were you chewing on seeds? Were you had peanuts? Didn't have anything. Gum. Gum. I had oh. I had the most dry, gross, unflavored piece of gum in my mouth from mm. like three hours before. But we were winning, so I wasn't going to spit it out. You can't spit that out. Wow. So technically, you just won CIF. Basically. If we're really breaking it down, yes, I did. Congrats. First CIF championship since 1992 when my brother Scott won it. Not a big deal. Uh, the deepest runs into the playoffs for Millican High School, my brother Scott, 92, my brother Eric, 98, me, 2009, not a big deal. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a Slater thing or like my kind of family thing, but, you know, it has a little bit to do with it, right? It just That's not like, that's not a coincidence. Statistically. It's not a coincidence. And then this year, Big Paul. Big Paul. So, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm connecting dots, some might say. Yeah. I should tell you something, though, John. This kid, Daniel Marillo, who's on our show right now, I don't know if there's a cooler kid, a calmer kid than this guy. Like, he came into some big-ass situations in the last two games, the semis and the finals, and he just shut the door like it was no big deal. So Normally a shortstop. He's not going to be a good leader. What do you mean? He's not stressed out. That's true. <laughs> That's true. He needs to start stressing himself out. Yeah. He wants to be a but, good leader. Hey, no, but I'm it's saying, not all about being a leader. He's a doer. He's a he he makes it happen. I'm telling you, dude, this guy, he comes in against Hart, who's legit. Nope. One, two, three, like it was no big deal. Comes in in the third after What's the, his uh like fastball guy? Is he is he a drunker or is he just kind of just a good pitcher? Throws hard, dude. 89 probably, and he has a nice little curveball, can throw yeah. it for a strike. Great pitcher. But there's a uh, I think his name's Sims. Sims starts the game, lefty for, for Milliken. Didn't have his best stuff, let me tell you. Didn't have his best stuff. But it doesn't show it in the box score because he gave up one hit. No runs. Gave him three and a third or whatever it was. Did his job. Then Marilla comes in, shuts the door. Arlington didn't have a chance. It was an incredible game. It's an incredible feat for the school. Another thing, Milliken's administration needs to do a better job. I'll I'll leave it at that. The fact that this wasn't a bigger deal to like the rest of the school is such a fucking joke that they should be ashamed of themselves. The principal, whoever's underneath the principal, whoever's underneath the person underneath the principal, the fact that they're not making a big deal about it is pretty incredible to me. So what do you mean by that? What's what's not happening? Like they didn't even know it was I bet they didn't even know that they were in the championship game. Some like most of the kids at the school. Yeah. Most of the staff at the school probably didn't even know that they're playing in the championship game. Which is kind of a shame. Why do you because it wasn't a regular year and they're just not pushing it or because I don't know if it, maybe that's an excuse to have it wasn't a regular year or whatever, but like they didn't put anything on the, you know, the little little jumbotron on spring and 
Bellin or whatever mm. street that is. You know where they got the Jumbotron? Yeah. No, like, congratulations, Milliken, for winning the CIF championship. None of that. No, like, I don't know. You'd think that it'd be a bigger deal. Right. What about CIF, uh, the tennis team for Milliken? They won a CIF championship as well, which I don't I don't know if they've ever won a CIF championship at Milliken for tennis. No, Nobody knew about it. Nobody at the school knew about it. I figured you'd like make a bigger deal about it. Have a little school pride. Have, you know, dig deep in your chest and be like, you know what? This is cool. I work at this school and my kids freaking won a title. You'd think somebody would make a bigger deal about that. You would think so. It's cool. We'll see. We'll see if that was an excuse. But in a normal school year, you know, when the buzz gets going at high school, I mean, that's a cool thing. Right. I mean, there should have been, there should have been lead up. There should have been. People at the game, people outside the stadium, people standing room only. Right. But to be fair, the the faithful showed out. Like the people that matter. I, you know what? Now that I think but about also, it, it shouldn't really matter because the, the administration at Milliken doesn't matter. Like that's not real Milliken people. They just got a job there. You know what I mean? They get paid to be there, to be the principal, to be whoever. That's their job. So they got no ties to the school or whatever. So the people, that, the people that actually care that, you know, have put their blood, sweat and tears into an athletic program, into the baseball program, into uh, athletics in general. Those people cared. Those people were there those and they had there. the kids backs. I like that. So I will say that. Yeah, there was a lot of people that, you know, you were telling me some of the people there and it sounded like a good, a good event. Right. They're, they're, the people were there out for the kids, the people that mattered. Also. I will say this. I mean, you hate to have a year be an excuse, but they also had their freaking like prom at their graduation with a ferris wheel right it's just like it's a crazy year but it it is a shame it's not a shame they they crushed it but you would like to see the buzz they're worthy of the buzz that we saw at that i saw at wilson when they won the cif i I know what you're incredible i know what you're saying i know what you're saying totally agree with you totally agree with you they're worthy of that buzz i'm i'm like as you could probably tell i'm still jacked up i can't even believe it still like I walked onto the so had a press pass, not a big deal. Thanks for thanks to Rob Wygod, Tom Simmons, all those guys hooking it up for your boy. Had a nice little uh, photo pass, had a press pass, all that good stuff. Uh, I get down to the field, and everybody like the other press was there, and they were like, "Good luck getting onto the field." They're not letting anybody on. They're being a little strict about it, you know what I mean? But these people don't know who the hell I am. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one of the city. I run Milliken High School. I ran on the field like it was my job. Gave Keister a huge hug. Gave Big Paul a huge hug. That's how you saw the photos of me on the field. Nobody told me what to do. <laughs> I'm picturing you running out. Oh, I'm picturing couldn't you're, stop me. You running out like Keanu Reeves in the replacements. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Had the hair flowing, and just can't be stopped. No, you weren't. This is your moment. It was my moment. Yeah, I worked too hard not to celebrate it at least a little bit. Yep. You know, I gave the kids their moment. They dogpiled all that stuff. They had their meeting in left field. They came once they came back to the dugout. It was my time to shine, baby. Yeah, I stepped onto the field. Had to give everybody a hug. Shout out to Big Paul, Coach Keister. Finally got one. One of the greatest dudes of all time, Coach Keister. The fact that he doesn't like water still kind of bothers me a little bit. But hey, I'll tell you what. I was getting after it after the 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 win, as you can probably imagine. Got banged up. Celebrate all that stuff, Coach Keister. Just slamming Diet Cokes. 
How many did he have? Were the caffeine- on, a night, on a night like this, probably eight. Were they caffeine-free? I don't know if it was caffeine-free or not. See. There's nobody that likes Diet Coke more than that guy. No. Nobody. Well, if you grow up not drinking water, you better cling, <laughs> yeah. to, you better cling to something. True, true, true. Uh, what, a, what an epic time. What an epic time for them. By the way, they're playing in the CIF state championships now, which to me, John, if you want my opinion, I think it's absolute bullshit. Like, f- for what reason now do they have to play in another tournament? They won the CIF championship, and now they're going to be put into a tournament with teams that, like, didn't win the CIF championship. Right. I get if you want to have, a CIF, like, a, a state title or whatever, I get it. But make it be between two teams that won the championship, not against a team that lost in the yeah, championship. Yeah, I don't like the reset of the tournament. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It's just CIF State trying to make a little bit more money. They're absolutely idiotic. By the way, John, it's almost July. Like, it's fucking the next season already. It's next school year. These kids have graduated for like two weeks now. It's time to move on. There's no more reason <laughs> to like... Yeah, I... Well, yeah, I don't, like, well, summer starts July 4th, as I've said many times. True. Summer, but that's coming up. It's it's coming up very quick, which is wild. But if you are at all a decent baseball player and you graduate as a senior, July 4th, you got you, you to gotta stop giving time to your high school. And yeah. I'm sorry, I know. I know it's cool. Party and, time. And it's super cool. But ideally, let's end it June 15th. Let's party till July 4th. And you're at college, I, I, I right? Just, if you're in a college program, you got to start soon. I think it's because the maybe the people that run CIF state or state championships are like nerds and have no idea. I don't know. I I don't know how. I don't know how that they decided. Oh, this is going to be a good idea. Let's keep playing into July. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, if the kids. You know, if they want to keep playing, then yeah, that, that's cool. I, I guess the camaraderie's there, and that's cool for them. But, like, if you win the title, you should just end on a high note. Let's go. It's like Stanford Middle School. I was in chorus. Big deal, right? Yeah. Everyone was. Yep. You know, we'd work so hard, we'd put on a concert. And then everyone says, man, we should – Wow, that was so good! All the parents loved it. We should keep. We should keep doing that. We should do our. We should travel around and do concerts. Right. Thank God, someone puts a stop to that and says, "Nope, no, it's Ms. over." Riley, my good friend, Miss yeah. Riley. It's great. You work so hard. Shut you her put down, on, You put on this musical as a bunch of seventh graders. Let's not create. Let's not make this a thing. Move on to the next thing in your life. Now it's the next season. Do something else. You know. Let's stop telling these kids that they can. They can be CIF baseball players till till they're forty. I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree. You with did you. it. You just crushed it. You won. Now go and party on July fourth, and then go to college. By the way, uh, quick shout out to uh, Dan Peters, who was like the mastermind of the Millican baseball program. I think it's his fifth CIF championship now. John, he had one as a player, coached three of them at Millican, head coach, and now is the assistant coach over there. I think that's five, which is pretty crazy. The Godfather. Of He's the Godfather baseball. of Millican baseball. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Kevin Gale, by the way, uh, one of the assistant coaches, the pitching coach, the pitching staff. They gave up two runs in the whole tournament. Two at the real KG on Twitter. That's right, at the real KG. Uh, 
Uh, all right. You got anything else, John? We, should we just toss it to the interview? Let's toss it to uh, to Daniel Murillo. Daniel Murillo. Close the door against Arlington in the CIF championship game. Also close the door against Hart in the semifinals. Hart, you know who went to Hart? Trevor Bauer. Bunch of He wasn't there at the, uh, on this year. He's playing for the Dodgers now, but you know what I mean. Uh, alumni. Good program. Shut the door there. Shut the door in the final. I mean, he's why I'm so happy if you can. You're beaming. I, I am. All right, we're on the phone with Daniel Marilla. Oh, man, I feel like, wow. It's like I come over. It's like I don't know what to expect. I got to be honest. I come in, it's like a little like I'm trying to get my bearings. There's cartoons, your mom, and it's like you still got it. On the phone, huge guest, CIF champ, Millican baseball, shortstop, pitcher. It's Daniel Marillo, CIF champion. Does that, like, get old at all? Oh, never, especially that just happened. It's still standing <laughs> in my mean, head. Dude, congrats. That's pretty epic, bro. You're like a hero yeah, in the crazy. city. Yeah. So ha- crazy. Have you noticed that, like, all the Millican faithful, all the alumni and whatnot, like, they treat you like royalty? Has that happened yet? Uh, not yet to me personally, but uh, some of my teammates have been, yeah, yeah, like around the stores and stuff. Yeah, they're going to see you around. They're going to be like, dude, I, this is him. This is Daniel Marilla. Shut the door yeah. against freaking Arlington. Yeah. Before this playoff run, I mean, you guys had to win to get in, you know? It's kind of like you almost didn't even make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you guys freaking get hot at the right time, and you guys freaking killed it. What was, like, the the atmosphere around the program, like, get, when you finally got into the playoffs? Oh, we knew we had to stay locked in, especially to win that first game to get the momentum going and take it into the next the next rounds and just keep just keep the momentum going and doing us. Hey, Daniel, what was the season like? Was it a normal season or was it shortened? Uh, it was pretty short and fast. Like we started off with two two preseason games and that was it, and it was season and get a move on. When you guys it was really fast. So you guys played. You guys played Mary Star first, right? Yeah. And then you guys played, was it Saugus? Uh, we played Mary Star, Torrance, Saugus, Hart, and then Arlington. Yeah, that's right. You guys beat the hell out of Saugus. And then you play freaking, yeah. uh, you play Hart, who's always unbelievable, dude. You played him at yeah, Blair that, Field. That, that game was fun. It wasn't that, um, it was unreal. I was at the game. I was so nervous, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> dude, that play you made, like, over your shoulder, it was a, a like a blooper over your head, and you went and made that play and doubled the guy off. That was yeah, like the, was one crazy. of the most electric plays I've ever seen. Yeah, that was that was that was a crazy play for me. How did like what went down? Like, how did you like how did you get there? Oh, I just saw it wasn't hit hard, so I knew I had chance, and I just stuck my glove out, and, and the glove it went. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Make it easy. Do you guys? Did you guys have like a hype or like either either an outside hype or inside hype? Did you think you were this caliber team when the when the season started, or did this sort of just happen and start growing organically? From well, from freshman year, we've all played together since freshman year, so we knew freshman year we were gonna be or senior year we were gonna be good. So sophomore, I mean uh, freshman year, we just always talked about us winning CIF and we were gonna be good. And then senior year came and we we all played together good and it worked. Yeah, I heard you got a, a batting cage named after you at Milliken. Is that true? Yeah, I have a Altamirillo cage. How the hell did that happen? 
You didn't even win CIF uh, and you had a freaking batting cage named after you? Yeah. Well, we put in the turf in there. Like we we set in the turf, cut it, and then fixed the, fixed the batting cage. So then your dad actually named it after us. Oh, he named it after you? Yeah. He didn't name shit after me. <laughs> what the hell, man? So you went in there and did the work? You put the turf in? Yeah, we put the turf in. Me and Cameron Snyder put the turf in. So you can do it all, basically. Yeah. Daniel, who are some of the other guys on your team that that helped out, helped out, and like, what did they do, and what are their names? Not uh, not on the turf. I'm talking about the CIF. Yeah, who helped on the turf first? <laughs> we want to give that guy a shout out yeah, first. That too. It was just me and Cameron Snyder in there. Oh, and, okay. he, and he just got screwed on the old name, huh? Yeah, he got his side of the cage name. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, give give some shout outs. Well, actually, let me. Can I bring something up to you real quick? So in, yeah. the, in the semifinal game, when you came in, so Patton finished up or he, like, walked the first guy or whatever, and then you came in to yeah. close, close it out, right, in that yeah. semi against Hart, I don't think you threw one strike in the uh, warm-ups, and then all of a sudden you could not stop filling it up. Well, I was just feeling good that day. Did you notice that? I didn't. Oh, but you didn't? even the bullpen, I was just feeling good and oh, okay. just relaxed and threw strikes. Because I saw – because I, I was – you were on the bump warming up at Blair, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. This guy, uh, does he have it? Does he have it today? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you threw three straight curveballs, and that guy didn't have a freaking chance. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, go ahead. Keep Give give a couple of shout-outs to some of your boys. Oh, I mean, all of them. Left field, Tyler and Cameron, center field, Anthony. Right field, Gabe Sayoff, coming up with the big hits, too, in the game. And then third baseman, Sam. Ali, second, crazy plays. And then Miles at pitching, Dean at first. And then Troy back back in catcher. Just we all worked together good. Hey, Troy had some huge hits, bro, the last oh, two yeah. games. Like, when you see an eight-hitter in the lineup, I played baseball, not a big deal. Uh, led the country in doubles my sophomore season at Biola University. Also, I uh, was a three-sport athlete at Milliken. I don't know if you've heard me, but I, I was. Not a huge deal. Don't listen to him, Dan. Uh, but... <laughs> But usually when you see the eight hitter, they're like, you know, you don't expect much from them. Dude, Troy yeah. had two unbelievable games, bro. Yeah. Yo, Daniel, so I didn't let Paul tell me yet. He was at the game. I was at I was not. What did that uh-huh. what did that celebration look like? How'd it go down? Oh well that do the last pitch, he had a pop fly, Dean caught it and we all threw our gloves as like, high as like as high as we can possibly can. And there's just See the whole whole team from the dugout come running out, and then a big big dog pile. Oh wow! And then just everything it was crazy. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but it it still sounds good when he says dog it. pile. Yeah, you should, the dog pile was incredible. He actually that was, that was a good little storytelling because he uh, he didn't give it on right away, and then he said, and then the dog dog pile. pile. You yeah. got you, yeah. I mean, you got a dog pile. Did you have any nerves uh, pitching in front of that crowd? I mean, I think there's always nerves, but I think just to control the nerves is the big thing. So I was just able to take deep breath and know that I have a good good defense behind me and just have strikes. How hard were you? Did you feel like you were throwing any harder? That game, I didn't feel like I was throwing that hard. Oh, okay. I felt like I was throwing harder against Hart than that game. But I heard I was up to like 88, but that was it. Yeah, but your curveball was nasty. Yeah. You're a growing boy. You'll, you'll hit 100 before you know it. <laughs> Dude, that'd be sick. Oh, by the way, now, now that you're on our show – uh, we're your uncles, John and I. And so if you like hit it big or something like that, you have to do whatever we say. 
Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So if, if we need anything, then I'm calling on you. <laughs> Sounds good. Do you guys – so you guys play in uh, like the state tournament right now? Yeah, we play on Thursday. Are you – are you guys excited for that, or are you just kind of pissed? Like, I wish this thing was over. We freaking won CIF Southern Section, and, you know, I want it to be summer. Or are you guys kind of fired up for this? Uh, I think we're fired up because we really don't want to stop playing with each other. It's kind of crazy that's coming to the end, but we all want to keep playing as long as we can and just go out here and win win state. Yeah, that's, that stinks that you guys got to – I mean, that's high school for you. It's got to stop something. Yeah. yeah. What, what's your plan for next year for yourself? Uh, let's go to JC and then hopefully transfer out to a four year and play baseball. You got a JC in mind, or are you just gonna any of them? Uh, well, right now it's either El Camino, Santa Ana, or some of those uh, Orange County schools. Cool. You, uh, I mean, you're a CIF champ, bro. That's, That's pretty crazy, epic. To, yeah. It's pretty epic to put on your resume. You know, like if yeah. if any of the coaches come up to you, you could just be like, bro, I won. I closed the door at freaking uh, <laughs> for the CIF championship. <laughs> Last time, the last time that uh, Milliken won a title was '92. Has anybody yeah, uh, brought awesome. that up to you? Uh, yeah, all the time. They're like, "When's the last time they won it?" And you just say '92, and you can see their their jaws drop. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. What do you think about Coach Keister? He's really cool. He he's he really got close with our team, especially because we all been on varsity pretty much all three years, four years, and we've always just stuck with him. So he's he's pretty fun. All right, it's just it's just us three here. What do you really think about Keister? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, I want to know what you really think about Coach Paul. Yeah, what do you think about Big Paul? He's a quiet coach, but he'll get on you. Hey, have you, have you ever seen him happier than you did on uh, oh, no. Friday night? I've never seen him. He started crying, and we've never seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you better cut that out for your dad. Yeah, true. Do you, you ever? Uh, does he ever say, stop playing grab ass? No. He hasn't said that. Oh, okay. Well, he's, he's cleaned it up. You guys that. are, you, yeah. You guys are probably like a good group of kids. That's why. <laughs> if you start dicking around or whatever, and you're not paying attention or you're not working hard, he'll just yell at you and say, "Stop playing grab ass out there." <laughs> yeah, we were always focused at practice. When you guys, oh, actually, let me ask this question: How how come you lost to Polly twice? I don't even know. Like, come on, man. I don't know. It's just. We just had a, a brain fart that game. Yeah. Those games. Uh, that pissed and, me off. Um, yeah. like you guys are playing a bunch of grab ass out there, if you yeah. ask me. Do you guys hate Probably. Do you hate Lakewood still? Oh, actually, we have a lot of friends on Lakewood. That's not I what think I think it's, it's more just hating Polly now. Okay. I, <laughs> as long as you hate somebody. Yeah, as long as you hate somebody. <laughs> I hate Lakewood, bro. I've, uh, I graduated a while ago, obviously, but I still cannot stand Lakewood. So I was glad that you guys uh, at least took one from them, especially it's to freaking we, end the season. Yeah. Well, we usually play, like, on the same travel ball team as some of the Lakewood players. Did you play at at, uh, at Whaley? No, I played at ELB. ELB? Yeah. You played there for, uh, like, 13 and 14 as well? Uh, no, it stopped at 11 and 12, and I just played till 11. Where'd you, where'd you play, like, when you were 13 and 14? I just played straight travel ball. Oh, okay. What team was it? Yeah. Uh, it the, well, first it started off as the Third Devils and Downey, and then I went to CBA. What's CBA? CBA. Uh, California Baseball Academy. Oh, does, is that where uh, – what's our boy's name? Uh, 
Yogi. Is that where Yogi yeah. played? Yeah. Yeah, Yogi's our boy. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> hey, do you do you have any questions for us? Do you got anything like because uh, you just you graduated already, right? Yeah, yeah, we got you. You got already walked and stuff? Yeah. You got any life questions for us? Uh not really, no. You got it all figured out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. I'm glad I'm your uncle. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, uh, w- when's the next game? Thursday. Okay. Well, shoot. Yeah. We, are we going? Uh, it's, I think it's far, isn't it? Oh, we don't know where we're at. We're playing yet because the team we're going to play, they playing today. We play the winner. Oh, so uh, yeah, it's, it's the bye, eh? Yeah. But, hey, you know so what I don't know, get, though? Playing. I don't get how uh, – like teams that don't win the section, like Southern Section or whatever, are still in the playoffs. Yeah, it's because they had a good enough record to make it to state. That's kind of bullshit. It's just to on me. the record. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hey, are any of your buddies that are like a year or two older? Are they pissed that you guys won it without them? Yeah, they're all they're they're a little salty, but it's all good. <laughs> like the dudes that were playing last year. Yeah. Are they pissed? Just a little bit. They're a little, little butt hurt, but it's all good. <laughs> That's awesome. Who's uh, like who are who are some of your like close buddies on the team? I, mean, I guess you're probably everybody, but like probably every yeah. I'd yeah. say uh, Dean, Cameron, all Ali, Anthony, Seha, uh, Troy, pretty much everyone. Cameron Snyder. <laughs> everybody hey, on I got squad. a question. I've I've known a lot of people who played baseball. I played baseball. I thought the whole deal was you called her mother last name. What, what's all this Troy and Dean? I've never heard that in the baseball field. Well, a lot of them have been playing since we were like eight. So even since then, we've been calling them by the first name. I don't know. That's okay. Kind of messed up. Yes. Were you pants up? You're pants up guy, aren't you? Uh, I'm either one. Are depending you? on like our uniform. Oh, okay. So the uniforms at Milliken didn't go down all the way, like the pants. It was kind of your preference. Oh, okay. You I didn't. Do. You didn't have to though, right? No. You probably can't rock the uh, the halfers like Big Coach Paul yeah, can, huh? I didn't. I didn't have the legs for the tweeners. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's been rocking tweeners forever, bro. Yeah. Uh, all right, John. You got anything else for us? Uh, no. Good luck out there. Good luck out there Thank in you. state. And Thank you. We're rooting for you, dude. Daniel, <laughs> we're freaking proud, bro. Way to do it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. It was it was unreal, bro. When you came in there and. Like, they honestly didn't even stand a chance when you started to freaking settle in. And it was like, I mean, I was nervous, but you guys looked like you were so freaking calm, and that fired me up, dude. Thanks for doing that for me. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for winning a title for hey, us. Hey, let me tell you something. You you know coach ball, but let me, this ball right here, it takes him a lot to get out of the house, I'll tell you that. And he was psyched <laughs> to go to the game. I haven't seen him that excited yeah. to do anything in like 10 years. Yeah, a lot of people went to that game. Hey, when I when I came down onto the field and asked for your number, were you like freaked out? Like, who the hell is this guy? Well, I just didn't know your your coach Slater's son. I I didn't know that. Just kind of a freak show that was just <laughs> running onto the field, huh? <laughs> yeah, love it. All right, bro. Uh, what do you got planned this summer? Anything sick? Uh, not really. Just family travels to Puerto Rico. That's about it. Not a big deal. Family travel to Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna like be playing ball out there, or what's what's the deal? Uh, like just partying on the beach? Pretty much party on the beach. I like that. I like that. You surf? No, I've always wanted to try it though. Okay, maybe we'll hit the waves one of these days, me and you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. You, oh man. Uh, you got anything else, John? No, that was awesome. I hope you two go surfing. 
Daniel, thanks, bro. Uh, good luck the rest of the way, and have a great summer, man. Thanks for uh, yeah, winning thank CIF for us. Yeah. Congrats, man. Thank you. Wow, it's, I don't know what it is about this city. What an interview, John. Uh, congrats to the Rams. Congrats to the faithful. CIF champs. I, will I ever get over it? Probably not. Uh, I'm going to take this to the grave with me. I'm going to celebrate this for probably a year and a half, at least. Unless they win it next year, back-to-back, then I'll celebrate some more. I don't know if they can do it. I mean, we got a good group of kids. We got Troy. We got Dale. (laughs) Dean, I mean. Dean, yeah. Am I crazy? I don't even like the fact that baseball players always get called by their last names. But when did that change? I've never heard someone say who's on the baseball team. Well, we got Dean. We got Ali. Well, Ali is his last name. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I'll let that guy slide. Yeah, he's actually nasty. Are people calling Daniel Murillo? In my head, Murillo? he was always already Murillo, but is he just Daniel? I think his he's one of those. He's like me, Paul Slater. It's Daniel Murillo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you're a little you're a little bit inflated on your own. Uh, That's a good point. Stature yeah. there. I'm putting my yeah. I'm talking about myself. I've again. heard you call be called Paul and Slater. True. And Paul Slater. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, but if you're in the same category as me, you got to be pretty sweet. Like I didn't get called grossy much, but on the baseball field, I was called grossy. Grossy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, grossy. <laughs> uh, who? Who? Welsh. No, didn't uh, Mr. Knowles called you grossy? Did he not? Yeah, and like sports. Yeah. Okay. Sports. Yeah. Okay. Locker rooms. Locker room. A little locker room talk. Okay. All right. Let's get to the rest of the show. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of stuff here on the back half, John, that we need to talk about. Uh, we'll try to bang it out quick. Get the hell out of here. Okay. You ready? Yes. I don't know if you saw this. Quick little update here for you. A little 908 update here for you. Uh, Carnival. You know how they had the Carnival cruise ship over there? They had to shut it down because, yeah. you know, the old, the big C. Uh, the coronavirus, some might say. Uh, Carnival is about to resume cruises out of Long Beach uh, for vaccinated people only. So I think this is our chance to go on a sick vacation. Do you know how much fun we'd have on a cruise? Especially because it wouldn't be the, wouldn't be that crowded still. You think? You think it's going to be it crowded? Cheap? If you- Here's where you can sell me. Is it cheaper than normal? Uh, I'm not. I'm not a thousand percent sure. It says it's a short cruise circuit program. I think it's going to be cheaper than normal because I think they're going to want to make money. In in order to do that, you need people to go, and if it's too expensive, they're not going to go. Here's like, how is the cruise not like twenty bucks? Because you get me on a cruise ship, and I have to pay for drinks. But I think it's you it's think it's inclusive? all inclusive. It's got to be. There's no way. All inclusive. So people are just getting blacked out every night. I think that's why they make it like a a, a capped three hundred bucks or something for seven days. Unlimited drinks and food. Yeah. Buffet every night. Like I said, I've never been on a cruise. I want to go bad, and that's why I think we should go. I've had three filet mignons. I can get another one. I'd love it. I'd love it. I don't know if that makes sense to me. You think the sushi's good on a, a cruise ship? It's got to be, right? Fresh. 
think they're you think they're fishing off of that thing? No, it's probably actually Might be, though. It's probably like very far from fish. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's probably very gross. That's true. So it says they had a huge loss. Carnival Cruise had a huge loss, as you can imagine, because it was shut down for 16 months or whatever. So it's got to be some sort of a discount to get people to go for the first time. If you book it, I'm They going. will come? If you book it, they will come? Yeah. I mean, I'm in. You go on the website. You book it. Where do they go, you think? Long Beach. Do they go to Alaska? How Everyone... Anytime you bring up cruises, someone brings up, well, you got to go to Alaska. I'd love to go to Alaska. I think it'd be sweet. Uh, I think they're going to like the Baja, Mexico-ish areas. So what what is that? So like uh, Cabo? Well, me and you. In future, me and you. We're Mexico guys. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to do? Because I'm going to be living in Cancun next year. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the trip from Cancun to Long Beach. Just visit for a day. For a day to Long Beach and then go back. That's what I'm going to be doing. That sounds good. How do you get, can you get a Mexican citizenship fast? Oh, yeah. It's got to be easy, right? I don't know. Like, what? where do you start? I have a passport. So I could get there at least. Like, how do you, yeah, where do you start? I don't know. Do you have to, like? What? Let's put it the other way. If you're if you're illegal, if well, if you're on American vacation, you're like, I want to become a citizen. You go to a website. I don't know. I'm not sure. You go to the DMV. Like, where do I go in Mexico? Yeah, I want to know. The Cabo DMV. Do they have it? Do they have the Department of Motor Vehicles in Cabo? They have motor vehicles. I've never don't even they? been to Cabo, so I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll let you, you have know. to go. Nine hundred eight. I'll let you know where yeah. what Cancun's up to over there. I heard Cancun's very Americanized. Oh, good. That's what I heard. So you'll fit right in. So I'll fit right in. <laughs> I'll fit right in. But I'm just saying. Do they like? You're right. Do I start a process? Because I'll start are, immediately. Are you going to be the head of immigration of Mexico? I don't mind that idea actually. There's always talk about... I don't mind that idea. Like, oh, are we going to like stop immigration or, or make it like easier to become... like well, All this stuff about immigration in America. What's the best defense? Offense. Offense. Good point. Why don't we just start immigration to Mexico? That's a great idea. First two people to move will be me and you. I'm in. Let's go. And I'm in. I'm in a thousand percent. That's pretty smart. I'll do it. They got everything I like, John. Tacos. Tequila, margaritas, cerveza. John, ever heard of it? Yeah. That sounds like a good time. Beach. They got a beach. Beach. Sea. Beach. I love soccer. That's their national sport. Football. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's literally the same as America. That's right? what I'm like, saying. Landscape-wise, right? Like, California. Isn't it like same I weather? It's got to be the same, yeah. I think it's the same time where zone. we're going. Beach. Sa- same time zone. I'm sure there's a... What do you think the Riverside of Mexico is? That's a good question. We don't even know the name. I mean, Mazatlan, <laughs> probably, huh? I'm just naming cities that I've seen that on was, the El Torito yeah. uh, menu. <laughs> oh man, that was if, a good one, though, wasn't it? Let me tell you something. If you sell me on Mexico, because you could, and you already have, and yeah. I move, yeah. and you put me in the Riverside of Mexico, I'll be so pissed. Just hot and shitty. There's no beach. Ugh. It's in the middle of the city. 
right. Now uh, I just, I'm just want to. F- all right. Let me pull up maps. All right. You pull up a map. Let me get to the next thing. I'm just going to trace my finger down from Riverside. Speaking of. Oh, it goes at an angle, huh? Speaking of like, you know, cruises, ships, things like that. It's time to get back to the Queen Mary. We haven't talked to about it in a while. Uh, the Queen Mary, the shadiest run business slash ship, maybe in the history of uh, maritime. All right, I found it. El, po- El Porvenir. That's it. That's where we're going to be living right That's there. That's the riverside of Mexico for sure. So I guess the Queen Mary is being threatened right now by that neglected Russian submarine that's right next to it. You ever heard of that what? thing? Yeah. So there's like a submarine right next to it that's also for show. See, just here, I've been saying it for a long time. Just sink them both and pretend like it was an accident. It's not that difficult it's to pretty, do. Yeah, it's a good plan. It's not that difficult to do. I'll sink it for you. I could figure it out. You sink them both. They both go into the water and we'll never have to worry about it again. But I guess there's been a Soviet submarine right next to the uh, Queen Mary. It's, it's from the Cold War. It's called the Scorpion. It's been there since or it's been neglected since 2015. I haven't done a thing with it, but it's all like rusted. And I guess there's a raccoon infestation in there now, which how'd they get in there? They didn't lock it. Why are so many of these old Soviet Union things just neglected? Paul, do you know why? Mm-mm. Soviet. Uh, okay. ah, just whatever, yeah. you know. We'll cut that out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a little Russian humor. Uh, but they don't know what to do with it. Like, it's going to cost money to take it out, right? The oh, submarine? the water? Yeah. Well, you figure a submarine's meant to be underwater, right? Yeah, but it's like rusting and stuff like that, and it's, I don't know. Why don't we just pull the old switcheroo, put the Queen Mary underwater, the submarine above water? I like that idea. All of a sudden. I think the submarine, maybe that's why it's starting to rust a little bit, because the submarine, which is supposed to be underwater, is actually above oh, water. Oh, it is right above now. water? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. See, that makes sense. So, then what are we doing as a city? Unbelievable. Bobby Garcia, you're listening to it now. We had a good conversation before uh, before the interview today about getting plants and stuff. You know all about oxygen. Submarines need to be under the water without oxygen. Yes. Right? Yes. Well, I'm just yes. saying. So, again, the Queen Mary is just an absolute shit show. I don't know what to do with it. They got to get rid of it. And I don't think they ever will. But there's no use for it. Literally zero use for the Queen Mary unless they turn it into the amusement park that we want them to mm-hmm. or the mini mall or whatever. But, I mean, other than that, just sink it. Just do something with it. Do something with it. Send it to Scotland. Send it. Who else needs it? Pretend like it's a cruise. Just got genius plan. It hit me. Me and you. What do we call it? We, uh, like, not conduct. Uh, Captain? What did it call when the queen said, all right, Christopher Columbus, you, you do this to the ship. Like, take it on its first journey. When we like, uh, delegate something? No, when, when you, like, lead it. Command? Yeah, we're going to command 
we're going to command the first ever Queen Mary mission to Mexico. This is not a cruise, Paul. This is a drop-off. Oh, okay. We're moving Long Beach. Anyone who wants to join me and you, me and you are going to Mexico. I don't mind that idea. Who's coming with? I'm in. Is that not a good plan? Uh, It's a great plan. I look. I'm going to Mexico and not coming back. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right. Next, you're gonna love this. I can't wait for this to be honest. And this might be our time to shine here, John. L.A. Wine Fest is coming to Long Beach in October. In October, with unlimited pours of wine and beer. What? Yep. Where? To Long Beach. October. October. Pride of the Queen Mary. Yeah. Pride <laughs> of the Queen Mary. <laughs> That's where stuff like this happens. It's near the Queen Mary. Is what they're saying. October second. October third. Near the Pike Outlets, uh, unlimited wine from 29 wineries. Uh, you're going to have beer, water, coffee, food trucks, all this. And I think this would be our time to shine to show how, f- for one, we are the expert, the wine experts, wine experts of the city, the spoken wine experts of the city, right? Like we have our, we're the only outlet that knows as much about wine as we do, right? When so you say you're the expert, right? I wasn't going to tell you this, but I actually curated the wine list for that. Oh. Actually, me and the guy at the bungalow. Me and you're, me. You're, yeah, we yeah. actually ta- tag teamed it. The sommelier? Yeah, the sommeliers of the city. We got together actually at our Thursday roundtable meeting. I'm not going to say I came out with all 29 wines, but 27 of them for sure. Got some. We got a nice Zinfandel on there for you. I, I like know that. you like Zinfandel. You know I'm a Zin guy. Hey, white, red, don't matter to me. I hope they have Cathedral Creek because this is a damn good bottle. Yeah, it's a good little bottle we got here. I think this, I really do think this could be our time to shine, where we like set up shop and we just spread our knowledge onto the public. I think, I think we know enough about like how these events work, where I think we just show up. Two hours early, and start casually setting up the 908 Easy app. Am I right? I don't mind that. Am actually. I right or am yeah, I right? I think you're right about this. We here's a this. We actually might do this. We might have to do this. I, Show up like three hours early. Start setting up. We got. We know what these people look like. Like you know, again, leaders. You got to look like you're kind of stressed out. You're setting it up. We can do it. No big deal. The night before, we hit up grocery outlet. We got all these wines. We act like we're just one of the vendors. Oh, so you want to uh, be a vendor there? Well, no, 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 no. Okay. This We're is just a f- acting like a vendor oh, because okay. vendors always inside yeah. trade. Oh, good you point. You ever been to Carnival? Good point. The hamburger stand's always trading with the taco stand. Good point. That happens all the time. Do you think we can get a, our own little tent there, though? How do we do that? That's what I'm saying. We just set it up. No, I know. You, we just, so we, okay. All I these people, these easy ups just set up early and... You just got to act real stressed when they ask you, like, ah, I got the 90810 over here. Oh, okay. That's a good point. So then we drink for free is what you're that's saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So then we're trading these. I like that. We're trading these $7 bottles. Actually, we're actually kind of losing because these are actually like $80 bottles that we bought for $7. Right. That we're trading with $50 bottles. <laughs> right, 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 right. So technically it's our loss, but it's kind of a pretty smart. Market. I actually don't mind that. I, I think don't mind that's that okay. at all. Well, no one tell, no one, no one tell LA Wine Fest what we're doing. No. Or Bobby Garcia. Maybe we'll have to cut this part because you know he's listening. And the rat. I haven't talked about the rat in a while, but you know the rat's listening. The rat's always listening. 
Uh, but you know about the thing about the rat is uh, they might even like this plan. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm with you though. Nobody gets in where they fit in better than us. Yep. We can get in where we fit in anywhere. We can. We can. We're chameleons. We're the chameleons of Long Beach. Who's gonna kick out the two guys with thirty bottles of wine or True. more? We're gonna lead on like we have True. more. Who look extremely stressed out that's, setting up this? E- Who's gonna send us home? That's that. That's the. I think this is the best plan we've ever had. We're gonna pull off the most dramatic. Like, oh god, we're like, the rest of our registration. And we're gonna be looking all over the place for it. This is gonna be the Ocean's Eleven of yeah of Long Beach Wine, L.A. Wine. You're Fest. so right. Yeah, I don't mind it. And we're not even. It's not even gonna be that big of a crime because well, we're just gonna get some free wine. Hey, guess what? We brought our own. We. Br- Hey, we're not we're not even initiating the trades. Well, yeah. we, we're we're just dropping some heavy hints. We're like, oh, nice, you got that little forty dollar bottle, fifty dollar bottle. We're drinking eighty dollar freaking Oak Creek over here. All you can drink's pretty dangerous. I don't think it's all you can drink. I think that's what it says right I think, here. Well, I think you you think there's a set limit of what you pay for. All you can drink wine and beer festival returning to Long Beach. Let's see how much it is first. It's got to be like a certain amount of money, right? There's no way that your general admission, 55 bucks. That's actually not that bad. That's too cheap. I think you have to pay for All it. access, 75 bucks. Oh, here we go. Gen- oh, that's the early bird special. At the gate, all access would be 125 That's not even that bad. It's really not that bad. But we our plan's a little bit better, I think. Our plan's a little bit better. Because we won't have to spend $125 on all the bottles of wine at Grocery Outlet that we'll get. We'll get 17 bottles of wine each for what? 60 bucks. <laughs> it's free. It's free. It's, it's free. free at Grocery Outlet. All right. Uh, next. One more thing for you here. I don't know if you saw this. This is pretty epic. The port... It's pretty crazy how Long Beach has a huge port where like a bunch of shit just comes in from China and other places. Isn't yeah. that how the port works? Yeah. On like crates and stuff. What are those things called? Those Con- big ass containers. Containers. Yeah. yeah. Containers of shit. So the feds seized $47,000 or 47,000 counterfeit Cialis pills at the port. What were they? Viagra. <laughs> Cialis, they forty seven thousand. So they were just they were just sugar, I guess. Hmm. Here's what I want to know: Who's spotting all the counterfeit stuff? Is that like a a border custom person doing that kind of thing, or is there a person who can spot anything that's fake? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> like Louis Vuitton. Is there someone that tries every product? Like, how do you know if it's counterfeit? I don't know. You freaking take a Cialis pill. If you don't pop a boner, then you, <laughs> you know, it's fake. Do they have somebody at the place doing that? Well, Do you know what I mean? They're all called, they are called longshoremen. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I, like a Louis Vuitton bag. I wouldn't tell the difference. I don't know what Louis Vuitton is. Gucci, all this stuff. I know it's worth a lot of money. Yeezys, you know, Kanye West shoes. It's like 500 bucks. If you put Yeezys next to some knockoffs, I wouldn't, I couldn't tell which one's which. So is there a job out there that just knows everything that is not the original? 
This must this must have been a long term thing. Like how many calls had to accrue? It's probably it's Cialis. You think there's a Cialis person? Well, it's got to be, it's got to be people complaining to Cialis. Oh, okay, I know what you and mean. And then over time, they sent in somebody. Yeah, they sent in the C- CEO. That makes more chief sense. erection officer to go in there. <laughs> that makes more sense. And see if this thing was the real dealer. That makes more sense. Saying, yeah, these are fake. This isn't our product. Because they were giving it to other people, and they were like, this stuff isn't working. They Complaining to Cialis. Cialis yeah. was like, let's get to the bottom of this. Bam. Bing, bang, boom. Ba-da-bang. Fake. Fake yeah. stuff. Fake. That makes sense. Okay. We solved it. Another <laughs> another solved mystery by Shoot Your Shot. The I'm, I'm not even going to ask this question before, but here's what I don't get about the port. This is the fastest way to get stuff to to America. Have you seen those boats? So here's my question. Are they going faster when they're not like in the open seas? Are they just speeding along? Because these boats are the slowest looking boats of all time. I think they have to go slower when they're closer to the shore. Okay, so they're kind of motoring over here. They, I mean, they have to be going kind of fast. I know there's this is like the least effective way to get to. But it's literally the most effective way. Is it? It might be a fuel thing. It might be like a cost thing, I guess. And I guess the water's the water is very big. The ocean is very big, so you can send like a shit ton of boats at once. A wide, a wide a fleet. fleet some yeah, might a say a wide fleet. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's probably. I mean, there's probably pe- people that have decided this that are a little smarter than us. I'm guessing. So that's why they're still doing it. Because I don't know if you can just have a million planes in the air at once. That's, see, that's what, I'm thinking fuol must be expensive, too. You've got to defy gravity. Jet fuel is ex- more expensive than just boat well, fuel? Well, it's is boat take, fuel the same as... Yeah, same fuel, but you, it's got to take more to get it up in the air, right? It's got to be. You know, and aerodynamics and stuff. Like, it's tougher for me to to jump than it is to just roll. Yeah. like I mean, that... I see where you're getting at. I don't know if you're there yet, but yeah. I can see where but you're getting at. You know what I'm at. talking about. Yeah, I can see I where think, you're I think it's just, it's just amazing to me that these boats, they seem to be going slow. I hope they're going faster. I have one more thing that I want to bring up really quick that I don't think it has been talked about enough. We haven't talked about it on this show. You remember that place called Vape Land over there off of Spring? and Yeah. It's gone. I know, but... Has no why has nobody brought up the fact that they just went straight from vape land to barbecue land out of nowhere? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they're both smoke and they're both lands. But like it was a vape place, right? Or yeah. you like you know you that barbecue some pups land and shit. Right? That place is legit. I like that place a lot. Have you yeah, been there? Yeah, but was it the, is it the same owner? He was just like fuck no. it. Oh, it's new people. I mean that like didn't we even call that out? Like that had to be a fad. It was like vaping yeah i mean i know it's not a like the city wasn't going to support 40 vape stores right like vaping's not a fad but there's like the internet there's like yeah. the big companies that yeah. are going to take over like right like there was a vape store in every corner for like six months there was and then like i feel like half of them have gone away i i didn't i i thought that it was the same owner because the logo is the exact same the vape land logo and the barbecue <laughs> land logo is the exact same. They probably just saved some money on the sign. Maybe, and that's very smart on them. I thought that 
they try to pull a fast one and just be like, okay, the vape fad's over. Let's go straight to barbecue season, baby. <laughs> like, I thought that was what they did, which I would have thought, good on them. Smart, I mean, smart maybe. business shit. All right, we, that's, I can easily go undercover on that. Let's do it. I'm a barbecue guy. Yeah, I, how many times have we been out there on place. the patio and starting oh, smoking some burgers? Oh, yeah, many times. Huh? That place, have you been, Barbecue Land? I have been it inside. It is awesome. I've been inside the vape place, too. <laughs> nice. It was for it was nine oh eight business. It wasn't for I wasn't oh, yeah. there. Well next time we go to barbecue land, maybe I just drop a Oh, I thought this was a vape place. Yeah. See what they say. They're, you maybe, know that they know. Maybe drop a oh, I really like vaping. Even though I don't. You think they got some paraphernalia in the back for you? We'll just see. Just say, Oh yeah, we do too. It's a shame that our that our business couldn't stay. Right. Okay. Smart on them though, if that's the case. Yeah. You got to think on your feet, John. Not a lot of people do it anymore. Those signs are expensive for the big yeah, ones. That's true. All right. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, one more thing. 908 Athlete of the Week. This week, John, Troy Harding, catcher, Millican High School. I don't know if there's anybody that had a bigger two games than this kid. Semifinals against Hart. Big hit uh, to score a run. Final against Arlington. Big, check this out. Little three and two run and hit. Hits a nice little double uh, to put runners on second and third. Guy hits a ground ball, score run. Next guy, I think it was the center fielder that's that hits a ground ball to score the first run. And then Ali, the second baseman, hits a ground ball to score Harding for the run. Two nothing win. Troy Harding, I'm telling you, huge ass. Two games for Millican High School. Catcher, eight hitter. Troy. Troy. You you know him as Troy. <laughs> Troy Harding. Congrats to him. Congrats to the Rams in general, to be honest. I wanna maybe we'll maybe we'll release an article about the game and just say Troy comes up with a huge hit. I like that. <laughs> but well, think about it though, John. You remember in like T ball. Troy comes up with a big hit. Daniel closes it out. <laughs> You remember back in like <laughs> T-ball and stuff, though. You call everybody by their first yeah, names. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot friendlier. True, that's for sure. Now batting for the Braves, Adrian. This is the Troy Harding is the same guy. You, well, it has to be after the last game. You said played unbelievable. Yeah, threw a guy out. Well, had a great hit or whatever. Well, he had the big hit against yeah. Hart to tie it up, I believe. And then in the bottom of the seventh inning, a guy stole on him. The pitcher walked the first guy. He tried to steal on the first pitch when Murillo came in, threw him out at second base. Game over, basically. Because wow. Murillo came in and freaking Dagger. had no chance. Kid threw him out. Two big hits. Unbelievable. Really unbelievable. That's awesome. You don't expect that out of the, out of the eight hole in the order, John. That's how you got to win a title. You got guys like that stepping up. You got yourself a you got yourself a team, John. Destiny. That's Milliken is Long Beach's team. They might be California's team. Within six to twelve months, they will be Mexico's team. <laughs> that's True. all I have to say about that. Good point. Good point. All right, that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else? No. All right, John. Life yeah. is great in the nine hundred eight. So shoot your shot. Never been beat. Beauty on the
only skin deep, I like the real 10 feet. You can't stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice, maybe you like this. To enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet. Back it out and fade away our net. Hang time. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?